everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Town here on WEMFI. Ooh, I do it every time, man. I'm sorry. It's just, it's like built in because it was just so long. But no, we're talking disrupt Boston. Muscle memory going on with that that, that intro, my friend. I understand what you're saying. Oh, man, it's not my fault. It's hard to focus. But hey, like I said, I am Pat D. On the side of me, keeping me sane, keeping me down to earth, keeping me on the right track is my man, Black Adam Willis. Guess not the, the exact right track, but... Where uh, we we do our best here. Well, close enough. We're in How the we way, doing, right? Pete? I'm doing okay, man. I'm doing all right, dude. Yeah. I am excited about tonight's show. We have an action-packed, fun-filled one for you. We're talking love, death, and robots. Yeah, something pretty trippy. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, my favorite topics. <laughs> the the big three, really, for Pat. Uh, yep. uh, but then we got some other kind of yes, trippy sir. stuff. This now you weren't really into this, but we got Doom Patrol. We got Doom Patrol, oh, man. Yo, I've got I, I know far too much about this damn uh 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 You knew uh, yeah, you 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 made me hip to a lot of stuff about Doom Patrol that I wasn't aware of, but well, we uh, have just scratched the surface, my friend. We are going to go deep. Mm. We are going to go deeper than deep. We're going to go balls deep into Doom Patrol. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> and then <laughs> Even then it deserves probably. But, <laughs> but then we got something that I haven't seen, but I'm dying to hear your your take on it. Because yeah. this, uh, this is quite popular right now. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about it. Uh, but we got the movie Us. Yeah, Jordan Peele's latest opus, uh, Gone to Theaters. And man, I will say this right off the bat. Any uh, inclination you have about this being like the next Get Out, put it out of your mind, okay? The, uh, the Get Out comparisons, you know, toss them, okay? You will spoil it for yourself. But also, dude, this movie was so very different. Right. And this movie was so very whacked out. Now, did you see this coming from the guy from uh, Mad TV? Oh, absolutely not. He got me. I'm just like, yo, okay, this goofy dude who always plays like the weird boyfriend who your parents are going to love when they meet and such. And That's I'm, exactly it. Yeah, like, well, but he happens to have a very serious auteur, a horror auteur as well, well like really I'm something to say behind his pictures. No, I mean, absolutely. But I, like, I just like when I watch those Key and Peele sketches and stuff like that when he's doing um, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, your jacket. No. Oh. And then she walks off. But, like, I picture him as that every time I see him. Yes, and you're that's like, your prestigious a- director now. Imagine, like, mm. CeCe. Dem- oh, keep it more, uh, more current. Imagine, like, um, uh, Steven Spielberg at the start of his career just had, like, random skits and drag <laughs> and being chased <laughs> but by But, like, he was doing Bosom Buddies or something like that. But then he started making, like, Jaws. Well, yeah. dang. Now you done made it, like, <laughs> now you done gave it precedent. You know, because Tom <laughs> Hanks is one of is <laughs> one of the most prestigious actors out there, yeah. and Peter Scolari, is he doing music now? I'm not, I'm not sure. Because I haven't seen him in anything <laughs> yeah, in a long I don't time. Know what, that's, I haven't heard that name. <laughs> Peter Scolari? Yeah. Uh, last I saw Peter Scolari, he was starring in um, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids TV show, and that was about <laughs> 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. I think he's doing like community theater now in Hell's Kitchen. Damn. Probably, yeah. All right. Well, I'll just check, <laughs> check his MD, IMDb. He's like the... Yeah, I don't want to crap on him if he's actually doing some serious work or anything yeah. like that. Well, sorry, Peter Scarlett. You don't deserve any of that. No, I want to I see something like really random. Like he, uh, he co-wrote Hamilton or something. <laughs> yeah. You never know, man. You never know. <laughs> Peter Scolari now producing music for Missy Elliott. Like, the same dude from the dude from Moonlighting, yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> By the way, when are they getting get moonlighting, moonlighting on Hulu? You want you want moonlighting really in 2019? You want? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just a little weird, I guess. Nah, dude. You got there's so many old. Sh- you know what? You should watch Castle. Castle is very much like the new moonlighting. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, I guess you gotta watch Castle. You can tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I was uh, like, I got my gun. Try to, and then I was like, I'll just take your word for it for I now. Got you. I Maybe I'll got get you. into it a little bit. No, uh, we have an awesome one for you, dude. Us is going to blow your mind. The review, I mean. Okay, so first of all, dude, let's get into Love, Death, and Robots because right. this is the new Netflix. 
um, anthology series, animated anthology series, meant for adults, though, man. This meant is, uh, for, yeah, no, this is not for kids. Don't mm. let, uh, don't just think that it's an animated series. You can just uh, put it on in the background, let your kids watch it or something mm. like that while you're folding clothes. It's not something you want to do. Mature um, audiences only. This does have some for more... For good reason. This does have some... there was titties galore. An, uh, some ultra violence and gore, mm. but there's also some tender moments with a little bit of dark humor. It's not all like blood and guts and boobs and stuff like that. That was correct. Um, that was also interspliced with random flapping right. penises all right. over the I place. I think there's what 18 little vignettes of these things. They're episodes. all about maybe eight to 15 minutes, sometimes 25 minutes like that. So they're all quite short. Mm. Um, my favorite, my, one of my favorites is six minutes. Yeah. So and, dude, right you know, as you're starting to get a beat on it, it just blows your mind. It becomes something freaky, and, and it takes that like mm-hmm. Black Mirror sensibility where it, there's a crazy little twist of the knife at the end of this and kind of makes you want like that, you know, I got to watch another one of these, and it makes your head spin a little bit, you know? Well, yeah, but believe it or not, it's gotten a lot of flack for that. Really? Yeah, a lot of cats online have been saying this is too much like it's like an ADD Yeah, adult. but what can't um, anybody do where it would... Piss off the freaks online. Well, yeah, you know you're always I mean? gonna get you always gonna yeah. get critics and trolls. But I mean, I think some of it's valid. I'm not I'm not hating on it. I actually really liked um, Love, Death, and Robots. Like yeah. most of it was just mind blowing. Yeah, and all the animation I just liked, was beautiful. Yeah, the, the animation, is beautiful. Plus the, the stories the, are amazing. The it's style goes. The style goes from like it looks like it can be like a video game or some like really heavy manga. You know what mm, I mean? It's some like of it was it's all photorealistic. Over. Yeah, no. So it's like it, it switches up that style and it switches up the theme and it switches up that uh, the, the way it, you know tells the story and stuff like that. Mm. So it is like something for everyone. It's a little trippy. Uh, and like you said, David Fincher produced this sucker. David also, uh, Tim Miller one, from man. Deadpool and stuff like that. And his, uh, I'm assuming his wife. Stephanie Miller. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we mm-hmm. looked that up to, uh, for confirmation, but yeah. So, so, so wait, wait, David wait, wait, so don't gloss over that. Though. Think about that cachet right there. David Fincher, one of the most uh, uh, celebrated uh, uh, directors this, uh, this time, we have yeah. today. The man who brought us the game. You know, the and man seven. behind Fight Club. The man behind seven. Um, seven. Yes. Well, damn. You got. You know, if you want to, yes, seven. <laughs> so that's the caliber of gore and the rawness we're going to yeah. see here. But yeah. So like, this is just legit stuff. Tim Miller now is just like thanks to Deadpool. Thanks to Deadpool. It, yeah. it is just a name to know and, and 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 like a force to be reckoned with. And this is doing nothing to hurt that rep. Right. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not trying to be all all up on his jock. I'm just getting like. I'm just getting to the point that this had juice behind it. Yeah, it had pretty good pedigree of people producing this sucker. So there's yeah. So well, it, okay. So, so just, just, let's just jump right into it. What was your uh, 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 favorite uh, episode? What jumped out at you, my friend? Probably the second one. I'm trying to give. I don't remember exactly what it was. It wasn't a long one, but it was the, it was a, the one of the robot theme ones. I'm a robot guy. They all had robots. <laughs> they all had robots. They all had like death. A lot of them had love at many points. A lot of them I'm, had I'm, love at many points. I'm gonna pause real quick on something that's that 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 has nothing to do with this review. Just I'm sharing um, the uh, the live stream we're doing right now uh-huh. on our uh, Geek Down Facebook, mm-hmm. and check out the thumbnail that it's putting up. <laughs> it's the most awkward picture <laughs> of your face of me. Just like, hey. <laughs> yo. They never get a good one, though. It's not when you in, like, deep, you know, concentration or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but it's like, it's like we like didn't that. even zoom the camera, though. How did it get this? It's all up in here. I think you can see my nose hairs, man. I'm sharing it. It's going out. It's oh, yeah, just, it's going to go out. Yeah. I, I want that sent. Like, that's when it pops up on my phone with your name. Oh, I'm taking a screenshot, my friend. I will send that just for you. All right. That's a go. Black Adam Willis exclusive. <laughs> uh, no, no, dude. Um, okay, so, so uh, uh, I cut you off. My bad. 
you were saying the one that really got you, that really moved you. I don't know you. if they, any of them like really, really got me. I think that's the the point of it. Like I didn't, like, oh, I didn't no. get one that was just like that kind of blew my mind. I, I liked them all for what they were, but I took it as like a like a like the just the gestalt of it. You know, the whole as a whole piece. You know Look what I mean? Look at you trying to be all judicious and PC. No, and but stuff it's here, because it, like this is something like they, I think we spoke on it where it's just like it's like. Black Mirror for the ADD people, you know what I mean? These yeah. are like these snort little snippets, so it's like you can you binge it for the binge crowd. You can get through this in a couple hours, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like these 18 episodes aren't really all that much to get well, through, you can so get through I just, the whole you know, you watch it. In watch like it. one sitting, and then you want to watch them again. Right. Well, Where I wanted that? to watch again. Yeah. Uh, some of the ones that are really short. Is there anyone that you went back to or right away? That yes. You, which ones? Yes, because they were messed up. There was more than one, actually. The mm-hmm. yogurt one, like I mentioned, six minutes. It's about yogurt, yogurt but it's just yeah. such a damn. It's it's a cool story. It's fun. It reminded me a lot of those old Looney Tunes. Yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. they would show like society and On stuff. Acid, you know, though, people yeah. going to work and people in their cars and such. But the whole thing would be like so from some like alien anthropologic point of view. You know, so it's like in here they uh, operate in their daily vehicles, going to their uh, normal, um, going to their normal, uh, uh, what do we call it? like factory receptacle where they produce goods for the society and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like folks, you know, going to the grocery store or whatnot. Mm. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's like one of the main problems they have is producing methane, is, is, is uh, methane production, and they show some guy farting on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a lot like that, and I, just, I, I laughed my ass off. And then alternately, one of the ones that I was not there no, a couple right, of them that one was good that yeah was good. there's a couple of them that I didn't like until the very end when I saw like the twist and I'm like oh I hope M. Night Shyamalan's watching this that's how you do a twist and one of the ones one of the first ones that they showed well that they showed me and we'll delve into that com- and, and that comment in a second but one of the first ones I saw I think it may have been the first one I'm forgetting the order right now but um the uh the uh the, the creature robot creature fight club uh huh yeah, and that one I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing here. It's kind of generic. I've seen this a hundred times. I guess when they said heavy metal, they're just going for like the raw and you know hardcore fighting and things. But you know what? I'm okay with this if this is all there is. And then like the last maybe, oh, dude, in the reverse layer cake effect, the last <laughs> 30 seconds hits you in the face with this twist. And you're just like, oh. Yeah, that's what you want, opposed to ruining everything you just saw, right? Yeah, Layer Cake is a, is a, is a great movie starring um, uh, Daniel uh, Craig. Dan, thank you, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Craig and Tom Hardy. Skinny, rail thin Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. But the last, it's a great movie until like the last 30 and seconds. Sleeping pills, Tom, Tom Hardy. <laughs> and then something garbage happens. This was the exact opposite. This is like, it, it's banal until like just something really dope. Uh, hits you right before the credits and then there was like three more episodes like that the one that got me though like the main one that just sticks in my craw like wow wow was uh the lost the crew lost in space okay okay well there's a crew they grow in they're they're in space just on a regular you know, transport mission type thing and they go into hypersleep right you know so they can go through like this mass effect long span of you know, space, so the time they're supposed to be out is like, I think like two months or something like that. Right, right. And the dude wakes up and finds out it's been like six years, and they're way off course. And he's actually woken up by a girl he met at like space dock and had a one night stand with just before he left forever ago, you know, and she's like, hey, you know, it, it was serendipity <laughs> you're here, you know, let's just pick up where we left off. And they have, they have this affair, and yo, the sex is raw. <laughs> Nudity all over the and there is it's definitely an adult program. I'm yeah, going on too long yeah, about this. Yeah. I'll just say when you find out 
what the twist there is, whew, dude, it just mm, I was, yeah, it was all over. Just it's wow. It, wow. Chevy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, I'm sorry. I've been hogging the mic, man. No, Yo, tell no, me your man. interpretation. I, I feel like you're going to turn around. It sucked. It is. Wow. See, what I like about it is is David Fincher kind of wanted to produce something. It was kind of like a play box, uh, a sandbox for uh, animators and creative people like that to kind of have this uh, outlet, you know what I mean, to make some really good, interesting work that doesn't really have an audience anywhere. And if you can say yeah. this one thing about Netflix is that it's done a lot of that, and like a lot of it's been like hit or miss. There's and mostly miss, in my opinion, like that. But sometimes mostly they miss. well, actually, no, just, I, most I, of the I, Netflix I original stuff is miss for me. Uh, mm-hmm, but sometimes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, when you got like a David Fincher produce something like that, like mm. you can probably assume he really believes in. It, and he's probably got a keen eye for something that is something you'd be interested in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in this case, you know what I mean. It's it's just one of those things that you're like, wow, this is really great. This is really original stuff. This is really kind of mind blowing. This is next level, and you're really happy that it's done there. And you can just hopefully some of these animators and stuff like that can find their niche and find more uh, you know outlets for for it because this is a really kind of important uh, piece of work. You know what I mean. So I really enjoyed all the stuff that was in this, but I'm more happy that it just had. Uh, someone to give them some money and like here be creative <laughs> with it you know what I mean because no, how often you know these people like just treading water and you know I mean they're so creative and they just never find the audience and no, I think that's true. what they have now you know what I mean so but it's, that it's representation, great having that juice behind them is one of the main reasons why I mean this is a rare thing nowadays it's a lot of you have to have uh, blank amounts of work published you have to be known uh, to a certain degree and then even it's, it's still a crapshoot whether or not you get seen by outside audiences, whether or not you actually achieve that level of fame. Do you have an opportunity to get that reach? And this is something that no one really does. You know, no one really presents the opportunity for, hey, you know, I'm just going to find animators out there in the ether yeah. and give, like, give them the opportunity to do this project that will be the seen 18, by everybody. 18 and then, stories, 18 different animators, 18 different, yeah, like, you know, groups of people, like, doing it like that. And then they're all, like, under that same theme and they're all... Mm-hmm crazy like creative and good and original and and just dark and twisted and fun yeah, and dude, like I love that it. so it's it's it's, I, I, I it's love a it, good man. An, you know i'm not a big well i guess that's all i like i do like anthology series you know what i mean i do like like you mentioned you know it's like tales from the crypt and stuff like that a little yeah bit, i got you know, a lot of that. Like that so the influence here directly was um they, they they they've come out and said they directly took or tried to take Influence from heavy metal, uh, yeah. the old um, the old movie. And uh, I was saying most uh, people series, would recognize heavy metal, heavy metal the the cover of the heavy metal VHS tape. Yeah, where it's just right in the you know. I got a lot of us through puberty back in the day. It was a big deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> but heavy metal was also like one of the things. Um, I want to I want to call out like some of the criticisms this has gotten uh, online over the last few days is that a lot of folks have said it's a lot like that for the ADD addled uh, like Ritalin generation and such yep. and I'm like dude yes because this is a new age you can't have those same old I was talking to you before the show I said have you watched heavy metal in, in the last 10 years and you were like what and I was like Adam have you watched and you gave me the finger and I said okay this conversation going nowhere but it wasn't but, because but, I don't have an attention span it's just because I just you want to give me the finger? No, it's, a, it's, it's a, that's how we play. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's a slow movie because yeah. it's from 
30 plus years ago. Well, it's I like, if, when's the last time you watched Blade Runner? That's a yeah. slow ass slog of a movie. Everyone's like, oh, I it's the most mind bending, whatever, like that. I'm like, it's, mm. it's kind of slow and boring. It was <laughs> when your brain was still developing, if right. that's how you remember it fondly. And I'm not trying to take anything away from it. At its time, yes, it's it was still fantastic. Tremendous. I still love it, and it's all that. But, like, it's, it's very still pretty very and boring. very boring, in my opinion. I've never, I've never once, I've seen Blade Runner many times. I've never been able to sit through an entire viewing without, like, cocking out at least once. Right. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's like it, it it looks very good, but oh, oh, it's a movie I enjoy between comas. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. it's like but the it's, dream it's, sequence. I was yeah, I was dreaming. The exactly. Time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it seems so real because it really was a dream. Um, but uh, something like this, it's quicker, it's faster paced, especially the um like the 15 minutes or less. <laughs> but I want pizza delivery. But I'm not. I don't uh, think they're doing that. Episodes. I don't think they're doing it's that good. just because they think you can only have the attention span of 15 minutes. I don't think that's the purpose of cutting these up that short. I think they just wanted to get as many of them out there as they could. I, I think, think they were doing for quantity mm -hmm. and quality, not just like, you know, they could have very easily have done maybe 10 to 12 episodes, half hour, 40 minutes long, you yeah, know what I mean, like I that. But this is where they get, like, more people in there. And, mm -hmm. and I, like I said, it it's part of the cohesive piece of the whole thing being this fast-paced, like, kind of this junky weird, twisted, addicted thing, the way your m memory kind of scratches, you know what I mean? That's how it felt to me. So, like, well, yeah, the, the time dude, limit wasn't just because it was treating the audience like they're stupid and they don't have attention spans. It was just like, that's the fragmented kind of psyche we're dealing with. I think that was part of the style. Hmm. You know what I mean? Alright, then think about it this way. Think of any of these episodes, any of them at all. Could you and any of the ones you enjoyed, would you have enjoyed them as much had they gone on longer? You know, had they drug it out to a half hour or maybe 22 sure, minutes. Sure, but they, they, like they wouldn't be the same piece, though. You know what I mean? They would have to have done something else with it. You know what I mean? So I just, like, it, like I say, it works the way it does. Doesn't mean it wouldn't work another way. But okay. it's perfect the way it is now. Mm -hmm. And But like I'm saying, you can be mad at about it for, like, kind of... I'm mad at him. You know what I mean? I'm too mad. But there are people <gasps> out there, like, kind of, <gasps> like... I'm home watching, like, <laughs> <laughs> That's how you watch. That's why you watch. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> mm. I'll I'll show back then. Um, no, no, you know, you're right. Maybe I am being a little unfair to it, and um, and I'm not, I'm not. It's just that I think the 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 short uh, span of the episodes works uh, in its favor. You know, because you get in, you get the story, you get out, and you know what I think also. I think it may have been both because I think it may have been intentional that the time limit was placed on the animators because then. Um, Plus, you know dude, how hard it is to, to animate the story stuff? out. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know how, much, how many hours and yeah. hours and hours it takes to animate? So everyone's Dude. like, when do you do a half-hour episode? It's like, that's another 10,000 hours of manpower. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To get that out there. So Dude. it's like, we're, we're, we're playing where it's not live action. You can shoot, you know, like a movie in 12 days if you had to. Mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. do this in, in like, like something that's like a half-hour something like, or like a feature-length film. Mm -hmm. takes years. Absolutely. Years of hard, hard work. So well, you know like what I saying, also oh, applaud on this? It's like, okay, well. I applaud them on the quality of the animation in these, too. There's several different types of animation. You can see each one, each of these studios has a different style, and they each really took this project seriously. This wasn't just, well, we'll make something creepy and kind of horror-based or, you know, kind of sick and twisted, and we'll throw out something shot just to get it out. It's just like, yes, it's short, but we'll show exactly what our, uh, we'll put our best foot forward. And some of the animation in this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, a correction, almost all of it is, like, beautiful. And that which wasn't was intentionally ugly. 
Um, I especially it all serves the story, yeah. Yeah, I especially want to call out like the the fluidity of the movements. There's one where it's one of the shorter ones. It's the one with um, it's the chase. Okay. Yeah, I think I remember that one pretty well. um, but it's the chase, and it's just like I'm noticing the actual action and the characters interacting and stuff, and like that's awesome. But also in the background, I'm watching like how a door closes and then slows down as it closes, but it's still like doing a thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's hyper-realistic, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, who the hell pays attention to that minute detail? That, like, m- nuanced little piece of, you know? And that's the kind of stuff. I mean, like I'm some a, guy I'm has been up for, like, nine days. Like, yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, my God, there's some dust in the background. I got to get him. I got to make sure it walks. <laughs> <laughs> Animating like this, brother. You may lay out the coffee. But I was wow. just so <laughs> damn impressed by it. And some of the few things I have to say that are negative, and I mean very few, are a lot of the same complaints people have, where it's like each of these seem to have uh, kind of the same M.O. You know, there was only a couple that didn't have, you know, a male protagonist who's saving everybody, or you know, a female who's got to be the one who's the foil and such, and there was no prominent female characters. Minority characters were there, but not all of them, like, you know, stepped up and things, and it wasn't all, like, whitewashed. I think that may have just been a symptom of since this uh, was sent out to animators all over the world to contribute to this project, if someone's coming from Sweden, then I really think about, you know, blacks or Asians and such, because their world is just like, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed. You know, I mean, I, I, point, I, yeah. I, I get that, you know, but that, that doesn't mean it's not going to go unnoticed. You know, that's it's just something to, to be yeah, aware of. Like all over the world, you're not really thinking about the American audience's effect on that. You know, yeah, what I mean? like, you know. oh, how is this going to hit this minority group? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's probably not really in their social yeah uh, but you know what him. i'm not gonna hate on for that i'm not gonna right. that's not gonna be a bad thing. i'm not gonna like taint uh a really good project what i think was a really good project it's a thumbs up for me like right, right off the bat yeah, yeah. but i'm not gonna taint that by uh nitpicking something that may be cultural right you know um i'm taking you don't know what account. they're thinking you know what i mean we don't know what yes it is, you know what i mean it's not and like speaking of not knowing what they're thinking have you followed the controversy about the release order online no i have not at oh, all okay dude <laughs> Um, I don't follow the online beefs with uh, with things usually. You got to, my friend. You got to. You got to subscribe. <laughs> to the, on that, yeah. Yeah, subscribe to the altar of Charlemagne the God. <laughs> Charlemagne the God. Um, actually, I don't think he had anything to say about this. Yeah, I don't think he had anything to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> he was like too, uh, too busy here. With, the uh, order of episodes that you may have seen uh, differs uh, from uh, different criteria Netflix has placed you under as a viewer. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that there's been a lot of speculation uh, on, uh, on about online because, yes, they have come out and uh, admitted, yes, we send different episode orders to different people based on different criteria you have about them. And the speculation like what, like white. was... white. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Black. <laughs> but the biggest speculation has been, uh, and, I mean, this is all over Reddit, all over, it's like, uh, whether or not Netflix uh, has guessed your uh, sexual orientation what they think you might be, mm-hmm. they sent you a specific order of episodes. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, and I'm, not, I'm yeah. like, okay. Is it well, boob heavy it, first then, I'm sure? It's possible. It's possible, You right? know, uh, it might be, but then they've been asked directly about it, and all they said was, yes, we have four different episode orders, and we sent them to different audiences uh, on varying, based on varying what, criteria. To what purpose do you think End that's of for? message, like... To what, to what effect, do you know what I mean? Like, what's the, what, what do you think the purpose is for that? Well, it's got to be a sociological experiment. I'd like to think it's something, like, really benign, banal. Like, okay, so everyone who get, gets this particular order are people we've guessed really like the color green. Yeah. More so than the color red. So, you know, we'll sell them 
things about faster cars. I don't know. We'll sell them more uh, pro simple green instead of uh, what's another product? Uh, Oxy. <laughs> <laughs> OxyClean. <laughs> uh, but either way, it's data they've collected, and they're using this to collect more data, I guess. But, I mean, don't let that mess you up, because it's a weird thing to get controversy from, but it's also a weird thing to do to spark controversy, you know? It's just a weird thing in general when you think about, like, how you're manipulated so suddenly, even by the mm -hmm. order of something being presented to you will really have an effect on whether you stick with it or not, yeah. whether or not that's actually something that happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it feels like an episode of... <laughs> something we're talking about, you know what I mean? You think we're we might be, dude, we might be in an episode of Black Mirror right now. Oh, snap at him. They Doesn't got feel us. right. But you know what I mean? It, it feels it's it feels a little, you know, uh, it's, it feels you a little feel weird. Like, uh, it, it feels weird being like manipulated by the things we watch. Yeah. That never should be a surprise for you. That's what advertising is. Yeah, but dude, you know I'm, I mean? I'm just so far TV beyond that with. now. Like I'm 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 well aware Big Brother's been watching us since before we were born. Right. And I just don't care. It's the anymore. Truman Show over and over, my friend. That's the some, that's the world we got to live in. But it's, yeah. it doesn't make you. Uh, like it anymore no you know what i mean it's but you know what crap, it didn't it didn't really affect my view on uh on uh love death and robots but love death and robots itself i i had a great time well, here's watching. the thing with, thumbs up, with something this short too sorry i'm going to give it a thumbs up as well but there you think you of something these episodes this short mm -hmm. you think the order really matters because you get through them really quick you know mm -hmm. what i mean do you think like it actually makes a difference what order you watch it in whether you're not going to stick with with the show it might depend on whether or not they think you're single or, uh, you know, coupled, whether or not they think you live in some kind of compound or whatnot, whether or not they think, okay, you're watching this for entertainment or you're watching this to get ready for, you know, some, uh, some, some, some spanking before bedtime. Yeah. You know, well, I so, mean, so, most so, of so the guys, like, like, have an account, like, you know, when it's set it up, it's like, who's, who's using this account? It's like, you know, man, wife, whatever like that. Kind of yeah. You know, I guess they can pick it up from that. It's like, okay, this guy's going to take this one to the spank. I'm just thinking of the, other, of, the, of the sheer, like, you know, uh, uh, animation per capita they showed you. Of, uh, of a boob to flapping dong ratio <laughs> and see how that works out. But, be, you right. know, you, you, you make That's the call. That's all it really is. It's like separating. It's like, are we going to from flapping are we gonna dongs? Push, yes, that is are we going to push that stuff to the forefront or are we going to kind of bury it in the back? Well, That's really probably what they're doing. All right, well, you, you, you keep how you bury the dongs in the back to yourself, my friend. I think it's time we move on to Doom Patrol. <laughs> Doom Patrol. Good pull, dude. Is that, a was good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. Doom Patrol is the latest series. <laughs> just segue, just like just that. Like, all right. <laughs> Fine. That's just, okay. As Take natural three. as it gets, huh? Doom Patrol is um, the latest, uh, oh, live action series. The live uh, action. The first live action series from what I understand. Mm, uh, on DC Universe. DC's a, new exclusive. Of a long-standing crappy comic that you don't, yeah. you don't like. I'm, yeah. I'm personally not a fan of Doom Patrol. Okay. Doom Patrol has been a series since the 1960s, and they've perpetually been pushing it over and over and over again, trying to get these characters and this like, lame-ass story out to the public in various iterations, written by good people, uh, around like times where the political uh, turmoil in the story should have an effect on the societal uh, 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 residents reading it, and instead they've just released these crappy, shoddily written, poorly constructed, vapid, character-driven stories. Even you think that because like Grant Morrison's one of the more respected, uh, you know, yes, comic book he, writers of his time, and he yes. took a stab at this, and he did it for quite a while, mm -hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, man. And you didn't like it, his it, version of it either? Absolutely not, my friend. Uh, right. what, what was it? Who did? Uh, wasn't it Jeremy Lin that did uh, Too Fast, Too Furious? Yep. So everyone can have a turd every now and then. <laughs> you know, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is All Doom right, Patrol yeah. is nice a book point. that I personally have had a negative relationship with because I've been a DC reader forever. Yeah, yeah you are a DC guy, I would say, right? Yeah, and the thing is, I, I love robots. Robot Man is a character there. I'm like, oh, dude, it's got this mechanical dude. 
Rocky. What are they going to do? Called with Robot them? Man. That's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so Robot, creative. Ro- I like it how just how blunt and like simple it is. Robot yeah. Man. Robot okay. Man. Interesting. What's his powers? Well, he's a man who's a robot. Yeah, well, he died. Well, now he's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Since he got blown to bits, right? Dude, this is the series uh, that brought Brendan Fraser back Brendan to the world. Brendan Fraser, man. Okay, so what about Be- Brendan Fraser? Uh, he yep. has been like a guy I've loved seeing in movies since Encino Man. Okay. You know what I mean? That was like, way back, I think, yeah. you know, back in the 90s and stuff, it's always that face we've grown up with, I think. You know what I mean? Like, he was mm-hmm. just that staple in, like, 90s movies. But he's always he's been always that, like, that look. He's always been, like, that boyish, you know what I mean? Really fun. Like, really just, like, uh, not taking himself too seriously. A good action star. Good, like, dopey kind of comic. Yeah. Uh, uh, comic star. Everything. And then there was this great Esquire piece, I believe, about... How we don't see him in movies anymore, and about why, and about how he's living his life now. And it's really kind well, of was this an actual piece, or was this, this like one of those BuzzFeed articles? Why Hollywood won't hire so and so? No, no, it's not one okay. of those. You okay. read at the bottom of an article on ESPN or something like yeah, that. No, garbage. not one of those clickbait pieces. This is actually like a well um, uh, explored and well uh, detailed uh, thing about how his life and how he's living his life and everything like that. Okay. And it's okay. really this ter- tear jerk, and I would really suggest anybody who is interested in like what this guy's doing now to kind of go out and read it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was so pleased to see him working and doing something again, you know what I mean? He mm. doesn't look the same, um, you know what I mean? He's kind of got a little bit bigger. You well, know what also, I mean? you mentioned you, you, he's always been that, 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 that boyish, uh, right. uh, you know, charming actor. He's, he's, he's like well in his 40s, maybe he like nearing 50. Yeah, you still on that one. crazy one, to think a, about. A, a boyish 50-year-old, that's, yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't, mm-hmm. that ain't right. So, Robot Man it is on a webcom. Benjamin yeah. Button on the sucker, maybe. <laughs> um, but, okay, a little history about Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol is a, is a story about uh, misfit heroes who, are, who have always been, like, you know, reluctant to get in the fray. But their leader, uh, Professor Niles Calder, is the dude who inspires them to, you know, use their powers for good and such, you know, and we've got a responsibility to protect so-and-so. It's like, sound familiar? And but one of the histories of this is that um, the early creators uh, accused Stan Lee of stealing their idea yeah. when he created the X-Men. Yeah. And the thing is, he they may have. not be wrong because uh, Doom Patrol predates X-Men by, I think, two to four years. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really change the fact that, yeah, Doom Patrol has always sucked and X-Men was pretty cool. Right. But, but that's, still, you could see the idea. You could see the, the thing. Like the, You can see the connection between the two, sure. You can. But you know what I mean? But you're right. Like I don't think Stanley can be ex- exactly faulted for kind of taking a little bit of an idea and running with it better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think the thing with Doom Patrol, too, it's like these people were scarred and like mangled by what had happened to them. Like they, You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So they suffered some crazy accident or something like that and that mm-hmm. it gives mm-hmm. them their powers and that they have to live with the consequences of that and it doesn't really make them better people yeah. mentally you know what i mean where it's like everyone seems like these 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 heroes are impenetrable obviously with their physical gifts and everything but like mentally they're just like yeah what whatever it is you can get ripped apart and get well no you know, you're right you make together. a good point let me explain some of my vitriol towards the um, towards the, uh, the the franchise before it seems like I'm reviewing this from a point of bias here. Mm. That's one of the things that I've always noticed about Doom Patrol and has pissed me off because that is, dude, that's an awesome uh, angle to come at it from. Yeah. You know, and back when no one was doing that, that would have been revolutionary. You know, the, the low, let them explore their trauma. This could have been a powerful collection of stories about... This could have been a powerful collection of stories about people dealing with that psychosis and getting over that to achieve their greatest potential. You know, and that you know could have who, been deep. You know who could have directed this movie if it was a movie? Mm-hmm. Josh Trank. 
did Chronicle, and he did obviously yeah. Fantastic Four. That was crap. Mm, not, not a, okay. Yeah, I'm about to say it, not was, a it, point. it was crap. But mm-hmm. like the movie, obviously we know about the movie he wanted to make. That was Fantastic Four, and they wouldn't let him. That's why it was crap. But it was like more mm-hmm. body horror. It was more like looking at it a little darker. You know what I mean? A little bit that mm-hmm. trauma. You know what I mean? A little bit, and that sounds exactly like something that he would be able to kind of take and run with. Yeah, should they let him. You give him the kind. Well, of you get the right person it. behind it, and yeah, it could have been. It could have been could deep. Be an and the thing product. is. But they've never done that, right. and that's been the main thing I've noticed. Like, they've tried repeatedly. Like, if anyone's ever tried to release a comic, you know, or, you know, get, get your writing published and found that the world of comics has com- continuously stiff-armed you, you should be heated ass because they've continuously tried to re-release this over and over and over again. And it's always the same, uh, the same base characters. You've got Niles Calder, you've got Robot Man, you've got Elastigirl, you've got, um, the, you've got Negative Man. Negative Man. You've got, yeah. um, uh, uh, um... Crazy Jane. Uh, uh, crazy, no, Crazy Jane came later, actually. She came later? Yeah, the original uh, group was those five characters. Uh, yeah. Crazy Jane came in the 90s, I believe. Okay. And it was various iterations. It was the team, and they're uh, traumatized by the accidents that made them who they are, and right. they're shut-ins. Or it's the team, and they're out using their abilities to do good, uh, spurred on by now it's called. Or it's the team, and they're using their abilities to do good, and they think they're starting to make some headway, and then it turns out now it's called is actually the secret one who's been pulling their strings. <laughs> or it's the team, and they're out trying to do good, and then they're taking on new members like uh, like uh, like Mento and Crazy Jane and such. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out Niles Calder is actually evil the whole time, and the good he's been having them do is evil machinations, you know. Or it's the team, and it's like all this, it, and it never changes. And all those were actual actual real directions it took over the decades, man. And the thing is, it always comes back to okay, well, is the core team learning to get along? Are they fun to read about? No, it's a bunch of assholes, man. Yeah, they said they're and coming down to this live action, it's the exact same, which is unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. How did you uh, find Doom Patrol? Now, to me, it looked a little bit like uh, there there was some money behind this. Mm -hmm. You could see it in some scenes, but to me, it was like too clunky. You know what I mean? I wanted more Brendan Fraser, Mm -hmm. (laughs) less Mm -hmm. robot. The special effects were actually on point. I will say, it's a complete waste of Alan Tudyk. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's a good point as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, it's it's not something I would probably revisit. I didn't really. Uh, respond to it that well. Um, I'm not a big fan of the, uh, the comics either. That, but that being said, I haven't read as much of them. Right. You know what I mean? But I've never been interested enough <laughs> to go back and, and pick them up. And this is from a Grant Morrison fan as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it, this wasn't my, my favorite piece of material. You know All right, I mean? you know, I that's a fair really, assessment. Get it. it was a lot of like, it seemed like kind of this therapy session most of the time. You know what I mean? They would sit mm. there and be like, oh, why are you this way? And some. You know, last a girl in the bathroom saying, like, if you can hear me breathing, you know, this is on, I'm a human being. And it's just kind of like this <coughs> this weird, like, I, I get the trauma and I get, you know what I mean? That, that's that's part of it. But it was, it, it just seemed to like a, like an AA meeting or something. Yeah, uh, there's, a lot, of, so there's, there's a, lot a lot of that, that. which uh, I think that was them actually trying to do what I said would be interesting before. Right, but They're it trying to explore didn't work, some of the, I don't think, in, the, in no. the way they did it. And I, mean, I think part of it, too, is like, and I don't know why they have, they have good actors, but I didn't think the performances were that great. Yeah, you know dude, I, I mean, some of them looked kind of uh, crappy. Some of the uh, um, the prosthetics were off. The prosthetics the, were the off. Special effects, especially on uh, Elastigirl's melting, uh, was straight out of dude. Like that's I don't even know what an episode of Goosebumps. Yeah, no, like one, the one, one you know? I'm t- scene I'm talking about when her leg is like all like that. It's like that's yeah, that looks like crap. Come on, man. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So there was there there was some better animations on Pornhub, man. <laughs> A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, I know. I, I see what you're saying. The thing is, uh, you're right about the actors, 
but I don't think uh, it, it gave them the uh, it gave them that much to actually do in the writing. No, to I don't begin think with. the writing was that that good, and that obviously like it, it kind of bled into the acting. There's only so much you can do. You can you can't you know yeah, polish that diamond so much. You know what I mean? It is what it is. At the same time, like some of these lines are, oh hey kitty, you know, <laughs> it's like okay dude, like it's not. It's not particularly uh, uh, innovative in, in, in the writing. Yeah, uh, I do have to. I do have to give them one bit of credit, though. At the very least, like as bad as I think this was, it was bad in line. Yeah, I do have to give them credit for being bad. No, it was right in line with Doom Patrol, the comic, and all their appearances and animation. They've never had a Doom Patrol cartoon, but they've been in. Uh, they've appeared in tons of shows: Young Justice, uh, Justice League. Um, I think, don't quote me, but I think uh, there may have been a brief appearance on Super Friends. Mm. Um, but it's always been the same, along the same lines. The team is all about them and never about anyone else. Right. And when they have to work with Superman, when they got to work with the Titans, when they got to work with, you know, uh, Young Justice, it's like, okay, cool, they're going to get in the mix. Like, no, they're all about them and everyone else is just in their way. It's like, right. you're messing up, though. We know what to do. Yeah, but, you know, we're all about us. Like, oh, yeah, forget you, It's like you, Guardians man. of the Galaxy if they never helped. Yeah, else. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're just, they're, just, they're just dicks to everyone everyone else. And, like, that stops being interesting after a while. You know what it is? It's like the proto-authority. If you've ever read The Authority, which is another offshoot of DC, which was, I don't think they've made an authority book in, like, a good five, ten years. But The Authority is a similar team dynamic to the Doom Patrol. But, dude, the stories have always been dope. The, uh, 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 Adventures, the stuff they get into has always been very cleverly uh, designed and pointed. The relationship between them have always been interesting because they take, like, dude, they go to weird places and it's awesome. And the thing is, I feel like somebody learned from every version of Doom Patrol and did the opposite. But where I'll praise this Doom Patrol series on is if you are a hardcore DC Comics nerd, it has easter eggs out the walls for you and the thing is they don't like harp on they don't focus on oh you see this we got the gauntlet here it's none of that as they go through you look in the background you'll spot random obscure trinkets that are things that you'll only know if you're i mean if, if you don't know they're just there if you do know it's a, it's one of those moments where as a dc fan he's like oh that's there was that, that, that and there was that tons of times man i'm yo the uh a uh, uh, brain box from the brain and Miss Yamala. That, that was right there. Um, Mento and Mento's weird-ass helmet and stuff. These are all things from the books and from the DC universe. The random conversations that seemingly are innocuous and just to be filler are references to actual storylines in the comics. You know, and that's the kind of thing that it's specifically meant for folks who have been reading the books for a long time. Right. And they're going to be like, oh, that's that, bam, bam, bam. Oh, that's so-and-so. So it's not like... It had folks who didn't know the material, you know, and the thing is, I'm going down this list of random reasons why this was not enjoyable. And it always comes down to it wasn't the actors. It wasn't, you know, the direction. It was the effects. It was the story. And it was the fact that it's Doom Patrol to begin with. They chose the weakest iteration of Elastigirl where she's too traumatized to do anything effective. Not the one where she grows, you know, giant and she's just really jealous of what's his name, of the homes there. You know, it's uh, Brendan Fraser doing a decent job as Robot Man, but then they keep Robot Man pretty one-dimensional. You know, I think the most poignant character, and mind you, we're talking about something with Alan Tudyk in here. Alan Tudyk, one of the most awesome actors we have today. And uh, Crazy Jane was the one that stood out the most to me. You know, she's playing the uh, multiple... Uh, personality thing. She's almost along the lines of um, 
of uh, James McAvoy in in uh, in, uh, in Split. Split. Oh, yeah, like, she's yeah, nailing the different like, characteristics. Sudden, she's like, no, oh, don't touch me. And then she's like, oh, touch me. It's like, whoa, okay, <laughs> man, damn. And then she's throwing somebody like. That's when Adam know. started paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. And then she's you know. Yeah. His robot man up the stairs like forty yards. It's a so. hard thing to yeah. do, man. Though. Um. It's it's her. It's uh. It's I mentioned James McAvoy. Uh. Tatiana Maslany. If you know who she is. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Did you ever watch um. Orphan Black. Yes. Yeah, okay. I know you're Yeah, no, genius well, I mean, actress. I've the, seen her all the stuff. The king of, of doing multiple roles in the movie. Eddie is Murphy, I know. Van Damme, obviously. Oh, okay. who's, played, <laughs> really? who's played twins really? more than Van Damme? Okay. <laughs> We're talking double impact. We're talking replicant. We're talking maximum risk. No one plays the twins better. No one plays twins more than JC. Uh, you're right. No one, no one can handle that more than the muscles from Brussels. <laughs> Just. Oh, <my> <laughs> <laughs> All right, but no, it's Doom Patrol. He this showed up in this. Imagine what. Yeah, oh my. dude. Tim right. Dalton is in this, too. Tim I almost, Dalton almost forgot. Tim Dalton is on He's, this. Oh, my God. They got a James Bond in this, and they use him kind of effectively, but it's like they don't really know which iteration of him. I well, it's like I didn't like the character he was playing. I don't hate him. Like He's really come into his own as just this like weird old guy who's going to be amusing regardless of what he's doing, you know? Yeah. He plays like the he's drunk he, uncle and everything. You know, yeah, and yeah. It, somehow it works for That's him. Perfect. Just, That's a perfect second life. For, I think, for I think it's because his face looks like the, um, the, uh, the Guy Fox mask. Well, the thing is, like, he's he always was, got that kind of smile. He is, like, like <laughs> was trying to be <laughs> yeah. the hero for so long when he has the face of the bad guy. Yeah. You know, what you know I mean? and it's just, it's just, dude, that's who you are. Yeah. He well, plays just, into it now. Just live it. Yeah. Live it. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Doom Patrol is the story of just these heroes, these heroes, these people who are distraught and who are essentially broken, for lack of a more appropriate term, mm -hmm. that are brought together in this mansion. And the way this show plays with time is really weird because you can get why Robot Man would exist over, like, centuries and such. But everyone else is like, why aren't you aging? Or why aren't you, like, you know, dead? Or why don't you... It, it's just. Why it, won't it's you just, die? It plays with time in a way that's never really explained or really makes sense for the way the story plays out. It it's really disjointed about the era it's set in. The stories are weak. The playout is weak. It takes far too long for the heroes to get into any kind of hero situation, hero mode, and they spend most of the time in fighting. Dude, it was just a bad time to watch, and I actually hoped that this would be the thing that brings me around on Doom Patrol, because I mean, I don't want to enjoy hating on stuff, and I've had a long, long span of not enjoying this That's franchise. That's actually one I of your oldest pastimes, my friend. Of hating? <laughs> of hating. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a journeyman hater. <laughs> he's he's oh. certified. Yeah, he's a members-only jacket. <laughs> I've been hating since been hating since been hating since been hating. <laughs> Um, I gotta give this a thumbs down, and the thing is, I had, I had really hoped I, I wouldn't have to, because, dude, I, I saw I had money behind it, I saw I had actors behind it. I thought, since this was gonna be DC's, like, big, you know, we'll buy into our service, this would've been their best foot forward, and instead, nah, thumbs down, man. You? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't think I disliked it as much as you did, I don't think I disliked the property as much Adam as you Adam gives do. it four thumbs um, up, like, what? But that being said, I don't think I, it really interests me at all either. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go back and, <coughs> you know, finish it. And I'm not going to go back and try to watch it again. Or I'm not interested if they have any more after this. So I think just with that, I'll probably give it a thumbs down. All so, right. Yeah, that's, that's my, my take on it. What I really want to know now. Well, hold on a second. If DC's going to tackle obscure stuff, though, I want to see them tackle, like, Ragman. <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> Don't put that out there. <laughs> and then, uh, some guy right home is like, 
Ragman's ripe. <laughs> right. All right, all right. Now, now, sir, you you had an announcement you were going to no, say. No, I'm ready to hear your review on us because yes. that is what the, the kiddos are talking about these days. Oh. And like I said, uh, you, you, you ever see this come out of the Jordan Peele Mm-mm. like that? I mean... Not at all. It is all the rage. We're talking, of course, about Us, the new horror thriller from Jordan Peele, uh, comedian-turned-horror director, actor, writer, producer. Well, he's not actor. I haven't seen him in any of these movies just yet. No. Well, I mean, the, the, I no, he, he made, like, a small appearance, like, a, kind of like a... Uh, Kind of like just a little cameo here in, in Get Out. He pulled in, he pulled a Shyamalan. Yeah, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. No. He's he, he's better than that. Okay. Um, but Jordan Peele has surprised us because we've known him for most of his career, or at least most of our awareness of his career as a comedian. Yet he came out with last year's blockbuster, just ridiculous. Wait, was yeah. it last year? Two years no, ago. I, okay, two years two ago. Years yeah. Ago. Um, just ridiculous. Just runaway hit. One get you out. You know, best uh, original screenplay. I think was. Yeah, dude, yeah, and yeah. you know it well deserved too. Well, now he's back with a new. Uh, horror presentation, and this one is very doing different. Doing stuff that's just flat out not funny. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean? there's dude, nothing funny about like either get out with the theme of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or this, where it just like seems like just pure balls to the wall kind of horror. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like you you don't see people like you kind of you know stay in that niche where it's like you're a funny guy, but like he does a complete 180, and this is like some serious. But you know what? I, I like it because he's no, shown that he's, he's got those chops. Good yeah, yeah. dude, blindsided. Now, Us is the story of a family that goes to, uh, they're on the on vacation. They go to their retreat in the woods. And you'd think it's going to be just a story of a family. They go to the cabin. They go on the lake. They have, you know, a boat. But Can they I go, tell you what I fishing think and some I, such. I thought it was going to be about? I thought yeah, it was going to yeah, be about dude, black on black crime. You thought it was going to be a black on black crime? I thought that's what it was going to be about. Like the ones chasing us are us, and it make, it made, I thought it was going to make a statement about oh. how there's more black on black violence than uh, there should be. You know what I mean? I thought that's what it might be when I saw the trailer, and mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. that's what something's going on. Just the name to us, uh, something like that. It's I like can see these that. doppelgangers chasing us like that that look just like us. Yeah. I thought that's what they were going to do. I thought I that can was see that. That might be a little too like heavy-handed for Jordan Peele's directing style. I think yeah, it would be too. If but I'm was, like, maybe maybe he's really going after it with this one. You know well, if I mean? it was someone like Spike Lee, I could definitely see that. Right. You know? <laughs> Spike Lee's yeah. us would have been that, right? Yeah. yeah they yeah, just no. they just be gliding after each other like. Oh. <laughs> That dolly shot. You should do a horror movie where it's just like one killer dolly shot. Like be a whole horror movie in POV. Nah, man. <laughs> um, but this is the story of a family. They go out to the woods to, you know, just unwind, to enjoy their summer vacation. And there's a, uh, uh, what do you call it? There's a boardwalk carnival there. You know, there's the beach and there's the rides and there's the exhibits and there's the fun house. And the mother has a secret history with the fun house that we don't quite know what's going on with just yet. We find out. Yeah. Hmm? There's always a secret history now. There's always a secret history, but I think that's one of the things that one of those random tropes that we expect to be there. You know, it's like, okay, gotta it's, have them, dude. Horror's gotta have them. Mm, well, was it a murder yeah. that happened there years ago? Is it built on some sort of Native American sacred ground? You know, what could it be? Did someone at some point piss off a witch doctor and you know they they sprinkled some sprinkled some some crack on them? And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Was some Beetlejuice crack? Yeah, you know. Just, yeah. Whoa! whoa. Yeah, well, this is the story of uh, it. Really takes off when this family is just enjoying a night in uh, starts being terrorized by this other family that looks exactly like them. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no explanation for the stuff that happens in this movie. And that's one of the biggest, like, slaps in the face there. You'd think at some point you're going to find out, I guess that's what this is, or these are some killers that are stalking them, or anything. And it's just pure terror. These folks come out of nowhere, and they want you. 
and they've got beef with you. And I don't know what you did, but your ass. And I'm very surprised by Winston Duke in this. Yeah. Because we've seen him play Mbaku, and you know, it's Mbaku, like, okay, so this dude, yeah. you know, he's, he's hardcore. He's, you know, gonna come out. Mbaku you know, from some Black Panther, of course. Yeah. 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 Oh, yes, from Black Panther. With one of the, the craziest, awesome, don't mess with me names ever, Winston Duke. Winston Duke. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a center block. Yeah, so you hear him often just, ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. I'm just like, yes. Is that Affleck? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in this, he plays, he, he, he does very well as the corny dad figure. And he uh, he kind of put on a dad bod for this. Yeah, he's a big and, dude. Yeah, he's a but solid man right there. Yeah, and surprisingly, uh, very effective as kind of a cat who thinks he's hard but is very much not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o too. This was her vehicle to shine, and I really did not dig her character or her other character in this. Mm -hmm. But I will say at the very least, like this was ridiculous range for her. Like she stretches. And she pulls the split personality thing herself. It was very surprising, man. Yeah. It, you know, is it Van Dam level? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, it was Van Dam level. She was doing the splits and everything. Yeah, talk about. Yeah. Yeah, but no, the story really throws you for a loop. And the thing is, it's fun to talk about and speculate everything you think might happen based on uh, Peel's history with uh, with having written horror before and coming from comedy, you know? So it's like, you don't know where he's going to come from. So there's been a lot of speculation as to what this movie can actually be about. I've seen it twice. I don't really know what it's about still. It's just it's just, it's just, just a head trip. Like, dude, they, also, they, they never could have made this if he hadn't made Get Out before. If he hadn't gotten that cachet before, because this is one of those, right. like, just really whacked out horror movies. This is on some uh, Tales from the Crypt, Twilight Zone stuff. Do you think there's right? anything that, that to do with... You know, us could be like U.S., like United States. I thought that, too. I thought that, especially when Googling for a graphic for tonight's image. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought so, but there's nothing in the in the movie, really, that presents that. Besides the fact that they do do some cross-country stuff. Mm -hmm. And I won't tell you what because of the spoiler. Right. It relates yeah, to well, a transition. Of, thing. I still got to see this this weekend. So. Okay. Well, it, it, it relates, to, relates to a transition of time. And that could be interpreted as a commentary on... Not, not even the state of the nation, but just the nation as a whole, like what it is in general, you know, things it's represented over the years. But I'm like, that's a that's a hard reach, my friend. That's sure, you yeah. are way in the rafters on that one. Yeah. But, dude, I will say that this has to be uh, one of the trippiest experiences I've had without jump scares, without, you know, uh, building tension to get the to, for like pointless things like Every bit of tension they build pays off. Yeah. Every scare you see coming and it still hits you. And a lot of it is just surprising performances. Tim Heidecker's in this, yep. who's a dude. Uh, I'm, I mean, I've never been a fan of the, of like the Tim and Eric projects, Tongos to the Mayor, yeah. because it's just not my kind of, my, my kind of comedy, not my kind of acting. Right. And I, I expected at some point you know, something goofy to pop out there because you're dealing with Tim Heidecker, you're dealing with uh, Jordan Peele. And it's a movie that's not entirely like, you know, just serious horror. Some, uh, there are a couple of amusing moments that pop out. It never gets funny, but there's some stuff that's amusing. You see some of it in the, uh, in the credits, and that's not all that's in the credits. In the trailer, you know, dude, you got the badly want to get crazy. It's like, it's like, yeah, you about to get we messed get up. crazy. Yeah. Um, now, but it's just like it never, goes, it never goes to that weird, annoying point that I expected right. it would. Are we in like a new golden age for horror, would you say? I hope so. 
Because, because there's been a lot. I mean, obviously, we got Jordan Peele, but we're talking about, I, you know, we talked about Hereditary a bunch in the past. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you just watched the, the, the trailer for Midsummer, Ari Aster's new film, the guy who directed yeah, you were talking about that. that. Talking so about we, there's these, a lot of these young cats coming out, like, make, doing some really crazy original stuff, which yeah. is great. You know what I mean? And after, like, the well, dude, I'm all about decades that, of just like kind of beating the same brushstrokes. You know what I mean against yeah. uh, against the wall. Well, no, I love like, I love that because think about how many years we've had to deal with the horror genre in books and in in film yeah, and like how many more Halloweens do we, we need? Even though they try to revamp it and it's still the same crap. You yeah, know it's, what not mean? Remaking, it's, it's not remaking. Stop remaking old joints, man. You know it's like, mean, yes, like, no, they were good. You want to make it for new audiences, but yo, just make the old stuff available and have it be the, legacy. The, the guy that did the witch, you know, stuff like that. It's like there's some crazy. I mean, you can call stories from like those old legends and stuff, but you can do it in such a way where it's just not like treating you like an idiot. Well, yeah, now, but I then think you, so you, you just waiting for that reboot of uh, Blair Witch, which aren't you? I'm waiting for that weekend at Bernie's three horror <laughs> movie that I've been dying for. Yeah, Bernie's Revenge. And do I have to write it myself, guys? <laughs> like, let's let's get it. Flubber oh, two. <laughs> weekend at Bernie's, the long weekend. <laughs> um, the lost weekend at the, Bernie's. The lost. Oh, that's good. Wow, yeah, that is good. Yeah. Oh man, yo, Pat, Pat and Penning. Patent pending, copyright on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no. What it comes down to is uh, us. Is the the only thing I can really say about it is it's different. It's nothing like we expected. And some of the best fun you'll have in this movie is just talking about it afterwards. Trying to trying to well, first of all, beforehand, trying to interpret what you think it might be because the trailer is good, very vague. Great use of uh, I got five on it. Mm-hmm. Um, which was in the trailer, which I thought was really effective, even that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they were telling me uh, there's there's more to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, dude, I did not like this movie because it's one that I like to be able to figure out stuff and those conversations. I yeah, like to come are, to yeah. conclusions and like speculate and figure out what's going on. And Lupita Nyong'o's performance was very varied, and I just I I didn't like both those characters. Winston Duke, I think, was a strong force. The kids in this were really good. Uh, what's her name from um, Handmaid's Tale? I had the name here somewhere, but it's escaping me. Miller? I think her name's Elizabeth Moss. Moss, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Uh, from Handmaid's right? Tale. Yeah. Uh, but either way, dude, it's like I did not like this movie, but I'm definitely giving it a high thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I acknowledge I didn't like it, but that doesn't mean it was bad. I didn't like it because I couldn't figure stuff Correct. out. Yes. And yes. it's just kind of like it threw me a bit too much, you know. Gotcha. It's like I went, I went a bit too cross-eyed, but it was well-made, well-acted. Very surprising from, I mean, I, I, I kind of like Tim Heidecker's character. I, I can't stand the guy's work. Right. You know, so I mean, I'm, I got to give it a thumbs up. I highly recommend you check it out. I want to talk to you do. and get yeah, your yeah. opinion afterwards. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get, get at you uh, this weekend. All right. All right, so we've come to the end of another wonderful, exponentially awesome geek down. I want to thank you all for joining us. I want to thank Black Adam Willis, my man. Uh, and if you all want to follow up on us and hear what we have to say on other type topics, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, you can go to geek-down.com for all our escapades. And, you know, follow us on Facebook. Find us on slash the geek down on Twitter at the geek down. And dude, man, SoundCloud, iTunes, we're everywhere. Look us up, and we'll catch you all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. But until then, be excellent to each other. Peace. Bill and Ted 3 is coming out, by the way. Oh, that's true.